For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What are you guys doing? Putting on the foil. Every game. Yeah, you want some? No. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins, on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, Bruins prospects return to the ice, and I'll have more information on the upcoming season. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, while professional hockey remains on pause here in North America, there are, there are several Bruins prospects back on the ice across Europe, US, U.S. juniors, and college. Most leagues across Europe have been playing for about a month, while the uh, USHL began its season uh, two weeks ago, and college is about to begin in a, in a couple of days. So we're going to take a look at some of those youngsters down in... Um, who are currently playing in other leagues other than the National Hockey League, the AHL, and the ECHL. So we're going to move on to Europe. Um, just bear with me on some of these names, guys. You know, they're they're not, you know, they're kind of hard to pronounce. And, you know, probably once these kids get into the, uh, into the organization, we'll have a better feel on, you know, how to pronounce these names. So we have first up on the list is Victor Berglund. He plays in Sweden. Uh, he's a 24-year or 21-year-old defenseman, and he could be playing with the Providence Bruins when the American Hockey League opens its season in February. Right now, he's on loan to a team in Sweden called Luna. Uh, he's uh, he's the seventh-round pick for the Bruins uh, in 2017, and right now he has eight points with uh, two goals and two assists in ten games. Um, so, and he plays in the, uh, Swedish hockey league, which is like the top level of the country's top level of hockey. So, you know, this kid, Victor Berglund, we could see him playing in Providence this year. I don't know if we're going to see him playing, uh, in Boston, but there's a good chance he'll, he'll probably get a shot at, um, you know, a roster spot when, um, training camp begins. Uh, we also have another youngster by the name of Roman Bychoff. I hope that's his name. B-Y-C-H-O-V, Bychoff. Uh, he's a 19-year-old Russian defenseman and has played 14 games uh, for his team. Burin, but never mind. Uh, he's been playing in the Supreme Hockey League. It's the second highest hockey level uh, hockey league in Russia, So, which is probably the equivalent of the AHL. So um, he's been playing there, and he's had, uh, right now, he's had uh, four points, a goal, and three assists. So he, for a defenseman, that's not bad. 
So, you know, there's a, there's one youngster to take take a look at is um is this Roman Bychov kid. So, and he's playing, you know, the second highest level hockey in his native Russia. So that it makes me think that this is kind of like almost like an AHL type of thing. Now we have Yuna Kapanen. Now he's a 22-year-old forward. Spent most of last season with the Providence Bruins. Uh, he had 18 points, which uh, was 9 goals and 9 assists in 43 games. He has been loaned to play in his native Finland, playing 10 games for Vu- for Kuvi. Uh, tem- like I said, I can't pronounce some of these team names. All right, so he's been playing in the Finnish Elite League, um, and he has he has yet to post any points. Um, or no, he does have some. He, he does have some goals. Uh, seventeen point. He does have seventeen points, six goals and eleven assists in ten games for QV. So that's um, uh, you know, there's. You know, he played for Providence. I expect him to be back in Providence once the season starts up again in February. Um, And apparently the Bruins, I guess, are really high on this kid. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe, you know, another year in Providence and he'll be playing in, playing here in in Boston. Uh, Now we have Robert Latusi, Lantossi, Robert Lantossi. Um, he signed a one year last, uh, he signed a one year entry level contract in August after appearing in 50 games for the Providence Bruins last year. Uh, he, during, during last season, he recorded 11 goals, 20 assists for 31 points. That's not bad. Uh, he's 25 years old and he's currently on loan in Slovakia. Um, and he had right now he's, he has six points, a goal and five assists assists in six games uh he played two seasons uh before joining he played two seasons uh before joining providence last year including a 58 point um season which included 20 20 goals and 38 assists in 56 games so you know there's another talented player right now who's playing in in pro in um overseas, so there's plenty of hockey being played overseas, and I'm glad to see that a lot of these youngsters are getting to start their season um a season a little bit early. Uh, Jakob Lak Lako, I think that's how we. I've seen this kid's name so so much and pronounced, but you know, just draws a blank this, today. Um, he's a twenty. Uh, he's playing over in, uh, let's see, where is he playing? Kovari Carl Voy Hockey Club. I don't know where that is. Oh, in Czech, in the um, in the Czech Republic. He's over in the. He's playing over in the Czech Republic. Uh, he's a twenty-year-old. He's twenty years old. He was selected by the Bruins in the third round of the twenty eighteen draft, and spent last season with Providence. So he's he's been over here. Uh, he had nine points, uh, five goals, and four assists uh, in 22 games uh, during last season, but it was disrupted by uh, by a knee injury uh, he suffered in the World Junior Championships. So, you know, here's a here's another youngster, and the Bruins are really high on, you know, 
that the Bruins have have had in Providence. So, you know, I expect him to probably, you know, be in Providence again when the season starts up in February. And, you know, there's a good chance that maybe we might be might even get a chance to see him play a couple of uh, preseason games. So we also have Oscar Steen sitting in here. Uh, he's gonna be he's playing over in Sweden. Uh, he's 22 years 22 years old. Spent last season with the Providence Bruins, and he, which is like his first season in the American Hockey League, he had 23 points, seven goals, and 16 assists in 16 games. So he's currently playing in Sweden, and he's gotten off to a pretty decent start having tallied eight goals and two assists in 13 games. So that's, um, you know, Oscar Steen is another, is another name that pops up to me that the Bruins are also, you know, really looking at. So I think, um, I think the Bruins are, have a, have a pretty good, have a pretty good, um, future ahead of them as far as the, these youngsters here in, you know, who are playing, who are starting there, getting some ice time, in over in Europe. Now we have Nick Wolf. He's a 23-year-old defenseman. Uh, he was signed to a one-year en- entry-level deal last March. Uh, he's played at the Mi- University of Minnesota Duluth, uh, which included uh, two national titles in 2018 and 2019. Wolf will probably join the Providence Bruins at some point, you know, in 2021, but he is currently playing in the uh, Slovakia. He's currently playing in Slovakia. So, you know, at least he's getting some ice time too. I, you know, there isn't any professional, you know, there isn't really any professional hockey going on. So this is the next step for him. So he's at least he's getting some ice time over in Europe. Uh, he's six foot four, 217 pounds and uh, has two assists in five games in the, in Slovakia. Now we have another another one who the Bruins are are really like is uh, Jacob Zaboral. He's a twenty three year he's a twenty three year old defenseman. He recently signed a two year contract um, with the Bruins, so he's he's uh, he's with the team, and he is likely to get a shot at replacing Tory Krug on the roster when the twenty. Well, we're just gonna call it the the twenty one season uh, begins. Uh, he's a 13th overall pick in 2015. Uh, he's currently playing in in Slovakia. And um, is he playing in Slovakia? I don't know. Oh no, um, he's playing. He's playing in the Czech Republic. I don't know. I get I get a little confused between those two countries sometimes. Uh, he's a six. He's six feet, 200 pounds. He's a left shot, and he has. An assist in three games with his with his current club in Czechoslovakia, so you know, look, he looks good. At least he's out there skating. He's he's found a play. He's found a home for now. Uh, Zaboral had um, had 19 points last year with the Providence Bruins in 58 games before the season was cut short by the pandemic. So that's a look at the guys who are playing over in Europe. You know, I'm glad to see that there are guys that there are. You know, some some of them did go over to get a chance to at least start and get some skating in and be an actual gameplay right now. So that's that's gonna work out. That's gonna work out well for these guys. You know, when they 
when some of them do come back and, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to play with the Boston Bruins, but there's a good chance that maybe they could be all playing in Providence this year. So that looks, you know, they, they got some pretty decent young talent over there in Europe. And, you know, hopefully we'll see some of these young kids, you know, in a Bruin playing in Boston soon. Now we're going to move to the United States Hockey League. That's out in the Midwest. Um, the first one up is Riley Duran. Uh, he plays for Youngstown. Uh, he's an 18-year-old Woburn native and was selected by the Bruins in the sixth round of this past uh, in the draft this past October. He began his first season with Youngstown of the USA. This is his first season with Youngstown. Um, and right now he's... Um, He's having a right. Well, they had their season. They just recently had their season opener, so there there was really no stats to really talk about right now. Uh, Mason Laurie, who plays for the Green, Bay, who plays in Green Bay, uh, he's the Bruins' top pick in twenty twenty in the twenty twenty draft. He was fifty eighth overall, fifty eighth overall, and he picked up two assists in Green Bay in the Green Bay Gamblers' season opening four to two win over Muskegon. He is now in his third season with the Green Bay Gamblers, and was recently named assistant captain of the club. Now he's six foot four, two hundred pounds. He's a he's a defenseman, and he usually plays on the left side of their top pairing uh, on the on the Gamblers. So things are looking good, you know, for them. So. You know, hopefully we'll see him in a in a uniform. I don't know if he's going to go directly to, you know, he's, you know, right now. I don't know if he's going to be playing any college in the future, but we really don't know. But who knows? He could probably wind up playing in Providence uh, in the coming years. Uh, we have Mason Langenbrunner, who plays in Sioux City. Now he's an 18, another defenseman. I guess they're stocking up on defensemen now that they lost Tory Krug. Uh, the 18, he's an 18 year old defenseman. Um, he also began his, uh, season in the US, UH, USHL last week with the Sioux City Musketeers. And he was selected by the, by Boston in the fifth round of the 2020 draft. So, you know, there's another one who, where, you know, is he going to go to college? We don't know yet. Jason Schmaltz. Uh, he's a he plays for the Green Bay Gamblers. Uh, he's a 2019 seventh overall pick, entering his second season with the Gamblers, and is um and is uh also an assistant captain for Green Bay. So he's another he's another talented kid. We probably don't know where he's going to end up. I don't you know I don't know if he's going to college or anything else, but you know. You think about a lot of these younger kids, a lot of these kids who are playing in, you know, the USHL, you wonder where they're going to be playing. Are they going to be playing in, you know, college hockey or are they going to be going, you know, playing in Providence for a little while? So my best bet is that they're probably going to probably, they might actually wind up playing in college at some point, you know, so who knows? But, you know, like I said, these guys could be, could be possibly playing with the Providence Bruins in one or two years. Or go the college route. We don't know yet. Um, now the NCAA is uh, starting is starting up too this week. 
Hockey East is slated to begin its 2020-21 uh, season on November 20th, meaning Bruins fans will get a will get a first look at Boston College forward and and um, 2020 third round pick Trevor Kuntar. Um, so he's playing for BC, so he's a third round pick. So people are going to be able to get a chance to watch him. You know, of course the you're probably not going to be allowed to see, you know, go to any games. But you'll probably be able to catch um, some of these uh, Boston College games on Nesson or Nesson Plus or some other stream or even or even uh, streaming. The Big Ten is also um, aiming for a November start with a tentative kickoff start of um, last week. I guess they kicked off last week. The Bruins have a pair of prospects that will suit up for Michigan. 2019 first-round pick John Beecher, who is a sophomore, and 2015 seventh-round pick Jack Becker, who is a senior. So, you know, you're going to see some more youngsters, um, more Bruins if you get a chance to um, catch any live streaming. So there you have, you have two more, two more Bruins who are, who are, going to start playing a or future Bruins who are going to start skating. Um, now the National Collegiate Hockey Conference is expected to begin December 1st. Quinn Olson, the Bruins third round selection in 2019 is set for a sophomore season with Minnesota Duluth. Of course there are going to be other um, it's nice to see some of the prospects are getting ice time right now. I mean, nobody wants to see somebody sit out a year because, you know, because of this pandemic. But it's nice to see guys getting out there on the ice. Some of the players are in Europe and could play here in North America once the NHL and NHL start. You know, it's good to see the college kids getting some getting some ice time, the junior kids getting some ice time. So it's really good to see see all these players actually playing in you know, getting a chance to start their season on time. I mean, not really on time. Maybe it's like a month later, but still, they're able to get, you know, on the ice and start playing. And for some of those guys who are who are playing over in Europe and, you know, could get a chance to play for the Providence Bruins, they're already going to be in game shape. They're going to be ready to play. So... You know, who knows what might happen with Jacob Zaborl or, you know, Oscar Steen or any of those other guys who are who played for Providence last year who are now over in Europe playing, you know, at least getting some games in. They might actually, they're going to be up on all the other players coming back. I'm not saying that they're going to make the Bruin, Bruins roster, but at least they're going to be in game shape for to play for the Providence Bruins and be ready for that call-up to the to the Boston Bruins. So you might be able to catch some game some of the some of these European games, some of the college games on television. Some games might be streaming on a team site or a league website. You know, you know, just go around, check things out, you know, you might be able to see some I know that Nesson's going to carry some games. Nesson Plus is going to carry some games. You might actually see some Notre Dame games on NBCSN. So, you know, at least we got hockey. You know, that's another thing. At least we got to a chance to 
see some, at least we're going to get a chance to see some hockey before the NHL and the, um, and the AHL come back. Okay. You know, you could check out the interwebs and, and see if any European teams are streaming games. That's always fun. So, you know, for the time being, if all we have out there are watching, you know, streaming games on, you know, college games or, you know, even some of these European teams or junior teams, if that's the way we're going to get hockey right now, that I'm all for it. I can't wait until this coming Friday night when I'm able, when I'm going to be able to watch some Hockey East games on Nesson and see some of these young Bruins prospects. So till the NHL season comes back, this is what we got. And, you know, I'm just glad that there's some type of hockey back. I don't care if it's watching a peewee game, you know, at my local rink, but over here, there's really nothing, not much you can really watch because, you know, things are starting to shut down again. Now, there's not much to report on the new 21 season. I'm not saying 2020, 21 season. It's going to be the 21 season. Um, I don't think we're going to see any bubbles. Uh, The cost cost to operate uh, the bubbles was a little bit too much for the NHL. The NHL spent an estimated 75 to 90 million to stage the 2020 Stanley Cup playoff bubbles in Edmonton and Toronto. So I really don't see them going going to bubbles unless they really, really had to. Unless, you know, we, we have another, you know, we get to the playoffs and they they want to like do bubbles again. But right now I really don't see them doing anything in a in a bubble. The league would like um the but the league would like to see each team travel to a, from city to city to complete a short and regular season schedule. I mean the NA, the NFL and the NBA and the um, and Major League Baseball have conducted their seasons and have been successful. You know, there have been some positive tests, but the seasons were able to be played. So, you know, I don't see how, you know, the NHL could do it, you know, just a little bit, you know, a lot of testing, there's going to be a lot of testing and stuff like that, but still, I see the NHL, the NHL, I think, I mean, if the NFL and MLB can pull this off, I think the NHL can. I mean, they had a successful time in the bubble. Nobody tested positive. So I think that they could pull this off. Now, the teams would likely travel to division opponents to play short series of games, just like um, like a baseball schedule would be, like two back-to-back games. Um or three games in four nights before moving to the next stop. This would reduce travel and players' time away from their families. So that's a that's a good thing too. You know, you go. You, let's just say you go down and you play the Rangers. You know, twice. You know, and then you you know you play the Rangers like back to back games twice, and then a couple nights later you go over to Long Island. You play the Islanders. You know, twice, and then you. You know, you kind of bounce around the 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 New York the New York area, the little New York New Jersey Jersey area. You fly back home, maybe play a, a play a home stand up in Boston, and then maybe you go out to play a home stand out in out in um, or down in um, Pennsylvania. And but it's gonna work. I think that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good idea. And maybe it might be something that the that the league adopts later on in the future, playing you know maybe playing back-to-back games in in New York's, you know, at Madison Square Garden. A couple nights later, you know, you're you're in um you're in uh, Long Island 
playing the Islanders, and it's almost like a like a little mini um, like a little mini road trip, you know. So we'll see. That that could probably I could see I could see the NHL doing that doing that in the fe- in the future. Uh, now the other thing is teams would be permitted to have their would be permitted to have their fans in their arenas in limited capacities, as dictated by local and regional health authorities. Well, for the Bruins, the way things are going up in Massachusetts, I would have to say that I don't think fans are going to be able to go to the TD Garden. They haven't allowed fans. They didn't allow fans at Fenway Park for the Red Sox. They haven't allowed any fans at at Gillette for Patriots so or the Revolution. So my guess is that they're probably going to wind up playing in an empty building, the Bruins. Um, maybe maybe they'll get the idea of what Major League Baseball, college, and, and the NFL have done and put cardboard cutouts. Now, if they're going to do that, I'm all in for a cardboard cutout. You know? But the thing is that, you know, they are going to permit fans into their arenas. You know, that would allow teams to generate some gate revenue with um, the hope that capacities could be expanded as the season moves along. But I really don't see that happening. So, you know, we don't know what's really going to happen there. I mean, you could probably have some fan, you know, where you won't have fans at the TD Garden or Madison Square Garden or even, you know, down in Pittsburgh. There are going to be some places where you're not going to be able to, but then there are going to be some places that are actually going to allow fans. So, you know, it's all going to depend on where you live. So if you're a Bruins fan, don't expect that once the season starts, you're going to be able to buy tickets to a game. That's not going to happen. Uh, there are numer- there are numerous schedule models ranging from a 60 to 62 games uh, all the way down to 48. So we really don't know what's going to happen, but I have a gut feeling it's going to be a 48-game schedule. So that's where we stand right now. So if you have a question for me, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 or go to or go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can all find, also find us at Believe at, Believe, at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Would you like to join me as a guest on Believe in Boston Bruins podcast? Go to the Believe in, Bo- go to the Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page and we'll set up a date and time to record. All you're going to need is Skype or Zoom. And it doesn't have to all be all be about the Bruins. We can talk about any type of uh, anything hockey. Now, I'm talking to my producers. And they are working on having some guests in the coming weeks. Um, I hope they come through for me. I really hope they come through for me. And I'll talk with some of the baby bees that play in Providence. So have your fingers crossed so we can get some, we can fill some, fill some time in before the, before the actual season starts with some, with some player interviews. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.